Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of On the Rag. How presidential. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Molly. I'm Lindsay. We're the Sherman sisters. Um, if you have been listening to I'm on my period piece, welcome. If you're new. She's dead now. <laughs> she can't come to the phone. She's dead now. Uh, this is a new project in yes. which we are hopping in the world's pettiest time machine. Oh, I'm so ready. And traveling back boop, 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 20 years. To the, <laughs> to, to the, the supermarket, where you will see on the stands on June 9th, uh-huh. 2003, this issue of Us Weekly. Wow, and you wouldn't guess who'd be on the cover. You would never guess it, but we'll get to that in a moment. So, basically what we're doing here is an oral history of the times mm-hmm. on only the most important stories. Mm-hmm. The war, no one cares. No, yeah. This is all about what's in the gossip rags. This is pop culture, specifically lowbrow pop culture. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at art house flicks. There's stories we all probably remember and stories that I for sure did not, and I was delighted to, <laughs> to discover this, yes. Uh, and I did a little bit of research here and there. So, as mentioned, we're going to be going week by week, but mm-hmm. since we are hopping into the middle of the year, I thought I'd give you just a brief primer for yeah. people who weren't there Yeah, about what was sort of happening up to this point in 2003. Yeah. There's so there's a, you know, a dense text. You've got to, you what is it, read the lore or you something. You do have to read the lore to understand this. <laughs> um, so, kicking off the year strong, February 1st. Tragedy strikes. The Columbia explosion. Oh, no. Yeah, it that was get, February 1st? It was February 1st. It wow. does not get super better from here. Oh, no. Columbia, you'll remember, that's on the way back. They died. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. It was a real bummer. Um, there was an investigation. Turns out there were malfeasance. There were things that people, you know, boxes that were checked that should not have been. Isn't that always how it goes? Don't it always seem to go? <laughs> um, so shortly after that, the U.S. and the U.K., take it to the UN and are like, we would love, we would love to invade Iraq for reasons that are kind of personal to me. <laughs> and you know what? I would love for you not to ask any more follow-up questions. Do you remember this, the utter sheer stupidity of freedom fries? Yeah. Freedom tip nails. Because I, France was like, I don't want to. <laughs> because I grew up in suburban Houston uh-huh. and had a fierce desire to impress the adults around me. Yeah. Um, I was something of a firebrand conservative. <laughs> so I remember being like, forget the French. They need us. And you know what's funny? I love the French, but I've kind of circled back around to, well, y'all really do need us more than you realize. But respect, respect. Right. Love your culture. Right. And y'all for were sure. for sure right on Iraq. Definitely. Every, we were we were pretty wrong. <laughs> Pretty, pretty, pretty we wrong. Were pretty wrong on that one. <laughs> um, the iPod 3G comes out with the uh, scroll wheel in April. I feel like pure shit. Just want her back. <laughs> just want her back so bad. Uh, oh, sorry. March 12th, Elizabeth Smart found alive. That, there was no bigger story. Well, until until the Peterson story. Well, oh my God, that was the same year too. True, it was a what big, a big year for big true ass crime. year for true crime. Wow. I would I would venture to say probably the year that true crime and its modern yeah iteration was invented it it was kind of like the year that dateline was like it came back baby we are eating good babe you know i'll need to look it up but i have to imagine this is when nancy grace was like oh yeah i do feel like elizabeth smart was like something that i remember her reporting on because she famously loved blonde girls Mm -hmm. natalie holloway natalie holloway do you remember that case i think that was like 2004 probably no I, i feel like the these all kind of blur together in my mind yeah because I should mention that I was uh, 12 years old. Yes. Around yeah, this time. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere along the way, if you'll recall, Aaron Ralston got a boulder, pinned his arm down for 127 hours, and he cut it off. Oh, I didn't know who that was. But oh, that, I remember that, that movie, story. 127 hours. It came out a few, okay. but that happened in 2003. Yuck. Yeah, isn't that yucky? How many, okay, 127 hours, how many days is that? Um, I'm very bad at math. That's like almost like six days. No. Wait. 120. Oh my god. We cannot get get mocked about this again. (laughs) It is 5.29 days. It's a a long time. He was like drinking his pee pee. Yuck. (laughs) You know what has stuck with me is that I remember him going on the news and talking about cutting his arm off because he described the blade that he used as Uh -uh. no sharper than the edge of a credit card. Nope. Nope, Which nope, I thought nope, was like, okay, nope, nope, wow, nope, you should write nope, when you're nope, done nope, with nope. this, because that's so descriptive. 
That is yucky. I don't think I have what it takes to cut my own arm off. Oh, I certainly don't. I would, I would die simply die. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gladly. They would, they would find me in the saddest position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, May 1st, after a smooth six weeks out there, our president got on that tarmac <laughs> and said, mission accomplished, babe. Okay, what's crazy? So that's your birthday. Yeah, and then we caught Osama bin Laden on my birthday. Wow. Nine years later. Actual mission accomplished. Yeah. Took another nine years. It's, but even then, we were still in Iraq. My birthday has, like, frequently been, it's like, y'all better, y'all better watch out out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something astrologically is charged mm-hmm. about May 1st. Yeah. Legends. Yeah, legends it's, only. It's the legends ball of astrology. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that sort of brings us to where we are now. Okay. There's so much a flutter and a titter in the air. Boy, the culture. Two wars. The culture was also uh, ugly. Disgusting. Everything but gas, everyone was wearing. Hideous. Gas was a dollar sixty four nationally. Bitch, I recall. I used to. So in the summer of two thousand three. Mm-hmm. At this time. I was in my second summer of driving a blue Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. The love of my life mm-hmm. at, that, at the time. That Smelled like was. crayons. The second one did. Lucy. Oh, okay. Lola did not smell like crayons. She was perfect. Are you really a teenage girl if you didn't name your car, too, Are by you? the way? Yeah, truly. I had the blue, I think this is the most iconic color, too, the blue Volkswagen Beetle. Mm-hmm. It was in 1999. She was so chic. Um, and I remember being able to fill up my tank with a $20 bill. Yeah. Can you believe? So by the time it rolled around for me uh-huh. to it be driving. It was a bit different. Yeah. So it was... Um, it was like $4 at that time. You know, I looked it up and the national average was like three fifty, but that seemed irrationally high to me. You know, it was probably lower in Texas. Right. Um, it seemed irrationally high to me. That I was making like $6 an hour. Oh, God. And I was working at a brunch restaurant so I could work two days a week. God. I recall, and I don't know who it was. Paycheck. I don't know who it was that said this, but it was somebody in our family's orbit who was in the oil and gas world. Go mm-hmm. figure, because we were. Oh, again, I know exactly who said it. Suburban Houston. Yeah, they said that gas would never ever that be below three dollars a gallon wishful again. Wishful thinking on his part, so babe. So incorrect. Yeah, so incorrect. I mean, for like a God, we had like a really good run there. Yeah, it being was, low for a it while. It was nice. Then. It was mm-hmm. good and cheap. Um, but yeah, we I love our gas. I we? recall, yeah, filling that up real cheap. Yeah, man. And I had a job that summer at Sylvan Learning Center. Oh yeah. And on, we, okay. Yeah. So we should talk about where we were in 2000. Yeah. On, uh, the I-45 feeder road, uh, adjacent to the Woodlands Mall. And I think I worked probably 20 hours a week doing the lightest, you were the living lightest high life. secretarial work. I was just like making copies of things. Um, I had my first boyfriend that mm-hmm. summer. I got a very, very bad knockoff of Reese Witherspoon's Sweet Home Alabama haircut. No, I thought it was like cute and iconic at the time. Oh my God. I just don't feel that You the... were a teenager with a professional bob though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like the layers like quite worked. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was cool. Do you know what I, I never lo- would have told you that. Do you know what I loved at that, that summer was, this is another thing that's, I bet you won't find it in these tabloids, but my mind remembers that Dove shampoo was introduced in 2003 mm-hmm. and the early early product. Boy, howdy. I want that back. I loved that shit. Dove was sort of, we, <laughs> whether we would acknowledge this or not, and I don't think we would have, because I think the whole house was really like, we'll put a boot in your ass. <laughs> um, we loved a greenwashed product. Oh, for sure. We did Dove and Rain Bath. And oh, it, yeah. like, I looked, I looked it up recently because I remember rain bath smelling incredible. It really does. It has red dye 40 in it. Like the, the soap has red dye 40. To what end? Which famously you're allergic to. Yeah, no, that'll kill a bitch. Are you topically allergic to it? I don't know. Um, I'm not going to find not out. Not going to find out. Yeah. I, I don't think I would be. No, because I've touched red M&Ms. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. But I sort them. Duh. Duh, yeah. duh, duh. Yeah. No, um... Probably don't no. want to get it like close to any sensitive. Not my anything. choochie, no. Yeah, certainly exactly. not. But my mom used to love rain bath. Honestly, mom is just really a big fan of anything that smells like nice and clean, mm-hmm. squeaky clean. I know. And I, really I need to get her on that naturopathica calendula. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. It's a family um, name. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I. What else was going on the summer of two thousand three? I think I was very, still very, very, very into dashboard confessional at this yeah. time. Um, I was 17. Mm-hmm. I loved being 17. Man. So that summer, 
I was uh, the brand new owner of a menstrual cycle. Oh no! Oh um, no no! My hair wouldn't look clean no matter which way I tried it. Oh no! Uh, just yeah, puberty clubbed me to death, brought me back to life, and then sort of repeated it. Same. Yeah. Um, it hormonally expressed very strongly in my hair follicles. Oh man! Um, so I had like a butt cut mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Picture this: I was wearing Paul Frank. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> Julius. Listen, you. I was at the Pack Sun every day, baby. <laughs> you were the brand ambassador for Julius in the Woodlands. I, you know, you sort of owned that as uh, your yeah, brand. Yeah, that was kind of my thing. Is yeah. like the the Paul Frank monkey is mine, which felt like a good continuation to me of your sort of Cartoon Network branded mm-hmm. aesthetic. I've always really liked what they kind of had like very yeah. simplistic yes vaguely mid-modern yeah look bright saturated colors yeah yeah well they used to play that one it was like a fan video on cartoon network set to soul coughing's circles i don't know that song. i don't need to walk, walk around, around in and circles. circles gotcha yep and i think that created the Gen X groove in my brain. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, I was also wearing Element. I bought a skateboard I was afraid to get on. Okay. Um, let's see. I was squeezing. So you were Avril Lavigne coded. I was Avril Lavigne coded. And I loved her until it was no longer acceptable to love her. Mm. Uh, around okay. this time, I was listening to All Killer, No Filler by Sum 41 quite a lot. Okay. I was squeezing my new pubescent hips okay. into a too small Ramones t-shirt. Okay. For which I was quizzed by every male peer. Oh. Uh, That's so irritating. It was not a glamorous time. <laughs> and uh, these beautiful magazines were like, hi, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, that? <laughs> it's, so, it's so true. Oh but my I love God. them like family. They really, they are, they're family to us. They are family these, to these us. These raised us. Um, and I think maybe just once a year we'll check in on where we were. Yeah, I think that's a great um, idea. But or when certain things stand out to us. Yes. yes. Uh, well, there is a story in this that does stand out to me because I've it's I've gone from like I'm on his side to I'm on her side to that is the silliest argument. Yeah. Um, not to tease it too much, but it will be the uh, Toby Keith oh. Natalie Maines of it all. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I mean. I, I, at this time, I was obviously suburban Houston But we were Republican, never going to get rid of our... But I loved the Dixie Chicks. I was going to say, we so. we got scratches on home. Like, yeah. You, me, and mom listened the shit out of that album. Girl, I'm saying... And it's I, rare that we all liked the same kind of music, but we all loved that album. I, at that time, also listened to their version of Landslide. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I downloaded the live version that they sang maybe with Stevie Nicks. Does that sound uh, right? Probably. Did they do a live with her? Um, because my high school boyfriend's stepmother mm-hmm. had excellent taste in music. They had these dinner parties, these very fussy dinner parties, like literally every Sunday evening. Wow. And they'd have their like very interesting friends. They were they were kind of cosmopolitan for the Woodlands. I remember they listened to Tracy Chapman because I oh, definitely relayed that back to me and I was like, that... Definitely. You don't. You just don't hear about that often in the woodlands. You don't. Yeah, yeah. The dad was like very into like riding his bike, like like a city bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were just sort of, they were UT graduates. Uh, okay. You know. Right. Anyways, um, but yeah, I remember hearing that and being like, this is the most beautiful song I've ever heard, and it's still true. You had um, talked about this recently. The, I think so. Um, the Dixie Chicks version. So, sorry. The uh, Chicks. Yeah. The Chicks. But if I'm in 2003, right. Brain, right. Um, and. That one's just going to be a hard one for me to right, to, to say break. naturally. Yes. Um, their version and Stevie Nicks' version frequently swap places in my mind for which one is better, but it's never going to be the Smashing it's Pumpkins not version. The Smashing Pumpkins Men one. Men always suggest that, and it's like, I don't no. want to. I don't stop want it. to. It's not the same thing. You cannot make me. Okay, as far as what was going on at the box office, which was very important mm-hmm. to us and our family's culture, right. this week. It was Too Fast, Too Furious. Now, to this date, I've never, ever no, seen No, me neither. Moon single. Not a single one. One of those. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the big one. Then Whale Rider, who? Well, okay, the reviews in this. Oh, they've got, okay. I, I do have a, an arts and interview okay, section good. Okay, I, great. I will be getting to. So, I took the lead on this. Um, yes. This specific issue. Lindsay will take the lead on the next one. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I was, you and I both were like, this will be so much less of a commitment than having to watch a movie every month. But the second, or sorry, every week. 
the second I opened this up, I was like, I have to take this seriously. It's the studies, though. <laughs> it's the studies. Um, the sacred so text. I, and part of the reason, logistically, that we're doing one person taking the lead is that uh, these, these magazines are so are hard to come by. Very hard to find. <laughs> so there may be some weeks where we're sort of lighter on content or just have to sort of fudge the numbers. Yeah. And Bear with us. You know, the, we're using Us Weekly this week. It might be in touch next. We just start. It's, it's, it's a matter of what we can find. We can get. Yeah. But the important thing is, is that it holds no literary value. Zero. Yeah. I honestly think people would be too classy. Uh, yeah, there there are a few weeks of people that we've purchased, mm-hmm. but I but made you might sure. notice it's a little more highbrow those weeks. Well, I made sure the ones that I know that I've got are the. Um, Julia Roberts. I better divorce. see someone in a giant pair of pants on the front. Oh, I, girl. Brandy Jackson in those big old pants. They they loved that kind of story at People magazine. If I lost a massive amount of weight, I would keep my giant pants with me. Oh yeah, for sure. Always as a party trick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sure. Which actually, actually leads perfectly into the cover. Well, I was okay. I was going to say we will talk about cover stories next. I'm going to dive into the issue, but first. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we should discuss what's in our bag this week. In the world is in that bag. What you got in that bag? Oh, okay. I um, love this. So, do, do you have your answers prepared, or I can go first? I I will prepare as you okay. talk. Go ahead. So, what's in my bag this week? Number one, gigantic pants. Oh. Um, <laughs> I am a newly user. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I find myself in a situation where I need big pants. Yeah. Uh, and boy, I got these ones called the Cool Harbor and pants. I saw them on her and immediately ordered it myself. You, you were like, tell me. <laughs> Give me the details. Um, and yeah, two random women outside the stop and Rob were like, oh my God, I love the pants. So I felt really good. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. also wearing big pants today. And they look so good on you. I think I'm going to kind of lean into this summer something of a Kim Possible or pink in the 2002 era look, which I is love that. to say a wife pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> big old titties hanging out. I love that for you. In a gigantic pair of pants. So I look like a Bratz doll baby. Back here in 2023, mm-hmm. I watched the Hillsong documentary, as did you. Yeah. And um, I ended up going down a rabbit hole of Carl Lentz's wife's, what's her name, Laura's Laura Instagram. And she, she got them bobbies. She do. She got them bobbies. But she had this picture of her and her teen daughter both wearing like wide, wide pants. And I was like, God, you look cool. Yeah, dude. So I'm, I'm so ready. Happy I'm going to try to figure out how to style roomy it. roomy pant? My God. Incredible. Second thing that's in my bag. Um, I just discovered this drink at Trader Joe's. Okay. It's the organic apple cider vinegar, like okay. juicy soda. Okay. Um, I got like a strawberry lemonade one. They had like three flavors, yeah? Yeah. There's like a ginger. Okay. Like carrot ginger or something. Okay. Girl, this shit is so bussin'. I can't wait to try it. Oh Honestly, my God. I, when when you got it, I was like, I'm gonna let her because apple cider vinegar, you know. Yeah. It depends on how well she's integrated into the situation. She can sort of be uh, She was well integrated. Domineering, like a, you know. Like a nice little bite like a kombucha. Okay, okay. Um, which as you know. Yeah, you're that's into my, that's my girl. Yeah. Okay. My final thing that's in my bag. From the prestigious Who Was series for children <laughs> is my Who Was Joan of Arc. I've uh, joined a very exclusive biography book club. Um, Run by your niche. Yeah, with your daughter. <laughs> my daughter. You and our mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we've all sort of taken our assignments. Yeah. Now, if you're not familiar with the Who Was series, go to your nearest Target in the children's book section. Look for the, the silliest, gigantic head, tiny body. Clownish. It's like the ludicrous head of the videos. Yeah, it, do- you know what it I mean? does look like the uh, Roll Out My Business yes. video. Yeah. But with Joan of Arc. And you know what? I flipped that thing open. Pictures galore. Oh, really? So yes, it's, it's a like quick 80 read. 80 pages. Fantastic. Font size 14. <laughs> Two and a half I've inch margin. i reading slump. And something I would recommend is the Who Was series. Incredible. Um, yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear all about the Maid of Orleans, Orleans from well, you. Yeah, I got to prepare my report. Mm-hmm. Um, very mm-hmm. similar to this report. <laughs> this book report today one thing about me is i'm gonna do a report i love that um, okay. what's in your bag girl what is in my what's in your wallet um okay well first thing that's in my bag this week is citrus strip i am oh my in a god bit of an hgtv i can do it all moment um and this came about because i managed to it's no. giving 80 hgtv <laughs> You guys try not to be too, too, too impressed with me, but I did manage to switch out my daughter's, both of them's, 
faucets in their bathroom. And mm-hmm. since then, I was like, wow, what can't she do? So I'm tackling all sorts of projects. Part of this is due to the fact that um, our outdoor furniture got coated in a fine layer of tile dust um, because we had our bathrooms retiled the last couple of weeks. And so I was like, oh, this, it's not hosing off. It's not scrubbing off either, huh? And then I was like, can I borrow y'all's Sandra? And then I used a sander and then I'm using citrus strip. Um, It smells like ass as you, (laughs) as you encornered. I Um, had not yet to put my bra on when you came by Saturday. I still had like cream cheese on the breath. And you were like, can I borrow your rope? <laughs> <Here. laughs> you, call- you and I both called it a belt sander, and Craig was like, Sandra. <laughs> it was an orbital sander. It's an orbital sander. My bad. Yeah. Um, I've been spending so much time at the Home Depot, and boy, I sure do enjoy that club. Um, second thing in my bag this week is a homemade pickle dip. Oh my God, dude. I made a Whew. pickle Sheesh. dip that I had seen on TikTok, and Unfortunately, there's no way to make a reasonable size of this. I brought it over to a gathering of five people. Um, and I, part of it is that there was a lot of other food there. Yeah, it sort of uh, was a trough size amount. But we made not even a quarter of a dent in that thing. And we were eating. And we were eating. And now I'm stuck with it. And I don't know what to do. It's filling up an, an entire pie dish. Oh, I, oh my God. What am I to do with this? You, well, you got to bust that out at like Little Ass Women. Yeah, um, I guess a so. variety of... It is, it is quite quality and very easy to make. Any sort of showers that might occur. Yeah, definitely. That. That's a great idea. Instead of a finger sandwich, we're just going to have pickle. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it scratches the same itch and it's probably yeah. way less like put together. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Third thing that's in my bag. Let me, let me ponder. Oh, the third thing that's in my bag. I'm going to go with my blue sparkly Gwen Stefani eyeshadow. Hell yeah. Her brand GXVE. I don't know if that's supposed to be give with an X. Oh. Gixva. It doesn't make any sense, um, but I sure do enjoy it. How and 2003 of you, too. I know. I th- I think the color's name is like 1998 or something. Ugh. But yesterday, my daughters were like, can we play with your makeup bag? And I was like, definitely. And you know, kids don't want to play with like, um, they're not into your neutrals. No, so and they're not going to like contour. No, so they were like reaching for anything that I had that was shimmery, colorful, whatever. So yeah, that shout outs to Gixva, mm-hmm. however you that say it. That is how that's pronounced. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, that was like an impulse purchase I made at Sephora um, a few months ago, and I probably wear it like once every two weeks, but it's always literally in my bag, like literally hanging out in my oh, bag wow. because I keep forgetting to take it out and put it in my makeup bag. But anyways, that's what's in my bag this week. Excellent question. Oh, I'm so glad. I like that as a segment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're, Good. Really we're doing our way through this. <laughs> okay. So jumping back okay. in, our, in our beautiful time machine to June 9th, mm-hmm. 2003. Mm-hmm. On this beautiful cover of Us Weekly, which I have um, annotated with sticky notes mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the point of insanity. Like a Bible study. Yeah, yeah, I literally, you know what, it's earlier, I was like, I, it's like I'm studying Torah now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, just like it. Um, I'm going to hit what's on the cover here. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. tell you that's where my main focus is going to be. No, for sure. Because I don't necessarily feel that they correctly no. um, this is a silly prioritize thing. this. Of all the things that are actually stories mentioned on the cover, the one that they made the biggest one is the... the there's a segment on the cover here that is so actually small in the magazine. It would blow your mind. I cannot wait to show you. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, Reuben versus Clay. Did the right man win? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and he's, here's our bullet points from the exclusive interviews. I didn't lose, says Clay. Which is taken completely out of context. He was like, probably like, my buddy won. Right. They were very close friends. They were very, and it's very cute. And they're still pretty yeah. good friends, yeah. Was the vote rigged? Oh, please. Who'll make more money? I actually think Clay ended up making more money. Well, he's in politics now, baby. Is he? <laughs> yeah. What does he do? He was um, he was a state senator for North Carolina for a while. Okay. Uh, why the battle's not over. Because they were joking about, like, whose sales are going to do better. This is so goofy. Um, the, it's hard to overstate how insane Claymates were. The way that Clay looked at this time, I'm looking at photos of him. Actually, even the way he looks now, his work is insane that he's had done. He he has had insane work. This was also one of those times where I was a child, but I intuitively knew that this was not a man to project sexually onto (laughs) because it couldn't ever be returned in any any conceivable situation. The way that his coming out was framed as a shock 
like you have to be the Clay most Aiken surprise person. Clay Aiken is gay. It's like, babe, yeah, uh huh, duh, <laughs> uh huh. Did you hear him speak previously? Right. Okay. Here's um, our other top stories. Nellie's cancer battle, his sister's struggle to live. Now, this is actually very sad, so I'm not going to touch on it okay. long. But I also think that Nellie paid for this article because okay. he did, like, a massive paid push to try to find a blood marrow match for oh. her. She did sadly pass in 2005. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I went to his Wikipedia to get more detail on it. He, first of all, does not have a personal life section. So, like... What is that about? What the hell am I supposed to do with that? Mystery. There is, like, a, <laughs> like a very escondolo sort of crimes section. Oh, no. <laughs> um, immediately following Nellie's cancer battle, we have Hollywood wedgies. Guess who's got one? <laughs> me always. You will ne- <laughs> That's when the stars are really like me. <laughs> I always have a wedgie. Uh, running across the top like a news chiron. Ch- <laughs> Chin and Brad. Shocking, shocking new high school picks with an X. This is so unserious. It's, I it is so <laughs> completely unserious. So, like, from this... Honestly, like, okay, so the Jen and Brad high school pictorial. Listen, if I wasn't if I wasn't brand loyal to Us Weekly at this time, this cover I would be like, pass. I, no, there's nothing here to tell me. I look me. at this and I actually can't unhear like my it, there's two wolves in my brain. Yeah, one that's like, if I was invisible. You remember Is that, that Clay's song? That was Clay, and then okay. there was I'm sorry for 2004. Now that was yeah, one that we we're, we're going to get to that uh, for next sure. year. No, the Clay Aiken, I'll play it for you after this. Okay. The Clay Aiken Invisible video is, you know, it looks like all the other 2003 videos. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, there's like, it's like, there's like a little bit of a narrative and then they'll cut back to him sort mm-hmm. of singing. Yeah. He's like, God, it looks like um, when Avril kind of inched away from punk a little bit. Mm-hmm. But remember like my happy ending? And yeah. In my mind, they're filmed in the same universe. Yes. Um, Avril okay. had some hits. Wow. Avril had really had a lot of hits. And I actually have a pull quote from her. Incredible. In here as well. Um, Can't wait to hear from you, legend. Honestly, let me just the 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 like high school pictorial is like not shocking. Like, it's like they've always been pretty, right? Definitely. Like okay, Jennifer Aniston used to look a little more Greek. Okay, and and <laughs> um, well, she had a nose job. Okay, I have got to find this cover, Brad and Jen. No, the Hollywood wedgies. Oh my god, <laughs> that's actually probably the most important part. This was on the cover. This is how big the article is. It is. Reader, I would say it is that, a quarter of a page. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom no, bottom quarter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a third. World wedgie epidemic. A girl's got to do what a girl's got to do and sometimes. It's two photos. Yeah, We're it's not, only two only two stars. Naomi and Paris prove that even stars get underwear challenged. Naomi Campbell, her derriere is still divine even after her 30th birthday in Saint-Tropez, France. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> that is terrible. You guys, also, these skirts are... They, to call them skirts is so generous. At this time, we were wearing sort of... They, let's take a tennis skirt that's made for a four-year-old, and we're just going to put it over a grown woman's ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have Barely Paris reaching Houghton the here. end of her, her cheeks. It, yeah. It's like, to call it a wedgie is like, well, that's sort of the point of the garment. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Bottoms up. The star of Fox is upcoming the, sim- upcoming the Simple Life. Oh, incredible. We have, we have that, that to look, look forward, forward to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Simple Life is no stranger to flashing skin. Well, yeah, babe, we know. Yeah. We're, um, fam- we're familiar well, okay, so this next segment, and at some point I'm going to have some killer audio stingers for it, mm-hmm. but we're just not there yet. Um, the course of love never be running smoothly. It never, never does. I've so always heard this. Here is kind of what's going on romantically with okay, everybody. Um, Carrie Russell and Scott Speedman, back together. Wait, they were together. They were together. Okay, they were co-stars mm-hmm. on Felicity. She loves to be with a co-star. I did not know this. Well, here her. in 2023, we know that she's now with Matthew Rees. I never watched that program that they were on. I've heard it's incredible. I have I just, as well. I haven't yet. Let me tell you, I will always be rooting for you, Carrie Russell. You will always be you famous. You will always be famous, girl. Pretty legend. Okay, continue. Kelly and Justin holding hands. Kelly. Clarkson. Clarkson, Oh, and Justin Guarini? They were really trying to make this happen, and I think that... Was it, they, were they filming to Kelly? Um, no, they were on a shopping spree uh, <laughs> let, me, let me pull it up. I went to Neiman Marcus on a shop with Sully and Mia. Um, is Justin Guarini a straight man? He is. Okay. He's with the most Italian sounding woman. Um, it was like, Allegria. He just always gave such corny. 
He was corny. Corny um, energy okay. to me. Justin Guarini, 24, and Kelly Clarkson, 21, were sure acting like a couple when they were shopping at the trendy Horn Clothing Boutique in Los Angeles. According to a clerk, Clarkson tried on several outfits and kept asking a female friend, where's Justin? He's got to see this. He's going to love this dress. Or ages <laughs> of these people is so shocking yeah. to me. Clarkson purchased $2,300 worth of clothing and accessories, which is kind of surprising for her. Damn. Gotta say. It's um, so funny reading these mm-hmm. to see who has and who has not stayed in the conversation. Yeah. Because Kelly has never left the conversation. No, she has been absolutely skiing these hills like a pro. Yeah. No question. We Justin off a cliff. Yeah, never hear we from him again. Yeah. I don't think about you at all. We need to nominate him for our end of year segment, Those We Lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. Because I don't even think he goes with us to 2004. Yeah, no, I, I think the conversation ends for him. Yes. Here. <laughs> yeah, that was, his time is up. Um, there's a whole segment on how J-Lo, in another magazine, Vibe, okay. admits okay. that she knew, with no proof, but knew that Diddy cheated on her. Which also, I know that Diddy right. cheated on Of course her. he did. Yeah. I know that Diddy is cheating right now. Right. Probably. I don't know if he's in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but he's up to something. He's up to something. Uh, there are actually some wild rumors about Diddy. Um, really? Yeah. He is something of a predator, they say. Oh, no. Yeah. You hate to hear it. Um, there's a whole other spread in here, though, about like, how the wedding is still on for Jen and Ben. Um, oh my god, and the summer like, of 2003 was Ben and Jen mm-hmm. Central. Yeah. There's all these like, um, <laughs> I'll, have to pull, I'll have to bring this one up later. All these like pull quotes from close friends. And it's like point by point. It's like, yes, they love to shop together. Yes, they are homebodies. Oh my god. Do they are what? still getting married, which... They did. In the, in the long of it was true. Took a little while. I remember having a replica... Of J-Lo's engagement ring. Did you? Yeah. Why? Uh, because everyone did. You could just get them at like Sam Moon or Claire's or whatever. Oh, they, no. You know, they were, it was everywhere. It was, the, you know, that pink um, emerald cut. Yeah. Yeah. I no, thought it I was. I mean, that was like the move. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Nicole sent me a TikTok of him speaking Spanish very well. Oh, it's very I, nice to hear. I forget he does that. I mean, I'm sure that's like a real. He is someone. He's got to win over the in-laws with that one. Oh, certainly. He is someone I can never quite. I would never a hundred percent say I love Ben Affleck. I'm rooting for Ben Affleck mm-hmm. all the time, but I would say that like eighty-seven percent of the time. Like I, I typically mostly like him. I want him to be happy. He's just such a mess sometimes. Those other thirteen percent of the time, where you're like, my guy. But he's what? like such a classically good-looking man. True. And so, and the, the petty part of me is like, good-looking people deserve to be happy. <laughs> he's also just like a really good director. Yeah, you no, know? he really is. I so, like Dargo. Yeah. Um, Chris Klein and Katie Holmes moving in together. Chris Klein who? Where is he? Those we lost. We lost him in the fire, for we, sure. They were serious, serious, they were. serious. He was cute. I, I thought. thought I, see, I always I thought, thought he looked sort of like an embalmed person. <laughs> oh, I could there see that. There was sort of a, a that's waxen sort of face. Frozen Keanu quality. Yes, yeah. Um, Leo and Giselle back together. Now, for my money, that was the best relationship for him. Do you know what was mentioned in here so casually? And I'll, I'll pull the exact quote because it was actually insane. Sorry, I have to jump to this part. Yeah. While we're on the subject of Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I she can't wait to hear it. for me. <laughs> Not because I look like Leonardo. So this is from one of my favorite pages in this, um, in this periodical. Okay. The record. <laughs> it's called The Record. Relocation. Mm -hmm. Filming of Baz Luhrmann's epic Alexander the Great, which stars Leonardo DiCaprio, will move from Morocco after suicide bombings there on May 16th to Australia. That never... Never happened. And you know who would have watched the shit out of that? Me. Me. Was this also the summer of the dueling Janis Joplin biopics that neither of them ever Um, happened? It would not surprise me because this is hot off the heels of Chicago. Okay. Um, We should look that up, though. Yeah. Okay. Engaged, we have Adam Sandler and Jackie Titone. They are still married. Okay, okay. Um, Scott Wolf and Real World New Orleans star Kelly Limp. Okay, no, this actually was a story that I followed very closely. Okay, <laughs> I would like I you to watched, give me a more in-depth on this at some point. I watched that season. I think we. I think I watched it with you, didn't I? Wow. We? Real World New Orleans. It, it was one of the best. You probably did. Um, an incredible season of TV. Um, Kelly Limp was barely there. When she lived in New Orleans... 
she found a boyfriend, a local boy. Okay. <clears throat> and she was just sort of not at the house anymore. Okay. Um, but she was just always a very pretty girl. She seemed to keep to herself. Uh-huh. Um, seemed very mature and like a, a settling down type. And then Scott Wolf was just the cutest little thing. He is another one that we no are longer they, talk about. Are and they still, still married? T- yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Dave Navarro and Carmen Electra. Wow. And that was also a very on-the-nose couple. It really is. Their containment strategy. I spent a lot of time with him earlier this year when Craig and I went through that. Um, and now I forgot the name of the show. The oh, tattoo oh, show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Was it about... Um, Master. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were going to talk about... Um, no, 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 no. Why was I... I'm... They were, to me, an analogous to Tommy Lee. Tommy and Pam. Yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. Absolute same yeah. Um, kind of people. Okay. I have one more segment before our next ad break. Okay. Um, this is just the facts, ma'am. Okay. So these are just, like, tidbits that are not really with a lot of context. But the article, or the magazine was just insistent that we know this. And I have, this, this one in particular, I, like, have looked to see if there's any more detail anywhere. There's not. I would watch a whole movie about this. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) McGowan's ups and downs. Oh, no. Oh, no. On May 19th, Rose McGowan visited a friend at Cedars Sinai Hospital in Los Angeles and got stuck in an elevator that zipped up and down. (laughs) Zipped up and down out of control for 90 minutes. Oh, no. Make a 90-minute movie out of it. (laughs) At first, she panicked, but then lay down on the floor. (laughs) Where she even applied lipstick. (laughs) Once McGowan was freed from the elevator, the hospital offered her free parking worth $3. (laughs) She she took it with an um gee thanks. Listen, she's written an autobiography, and I get that some really brutal shit happened to her, but I would have to include the time I got stuck in an elevator <laughs> for in Cedar Sinai that zipped up and down for 90 minutes. I wonder how quickly it zipped. Was it fast? <laughs> well, it's, I don't know how, can you see how many floors are on the Cedar Sinai Hospital in Los Angeles? <laughs> I think Cedar. it's a chain of hospitals, though, isn't it? Like uh, Kaiser I Permanente? I think, which is a fun, famously the funniest name. Um, I I don't know how I would tell um, how many floors it is. It has 886 <laughs> beds. Oh, God. Seems like a lot. Can I don't you know. get a photo of it? Maybe we can sort of guess. <laughs> <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> um, no, no way of knowing. It, it appears from this photo to be probably about six six stories high, maybe. Okay. So that's cool. That's, that's cool. not 90 minutes. <laughs> 90 minutes of that. That's nuts. Oh, my God. Wow. My favorite part is when she just laid down and put on lipstick. <laughs> you know, oh and my God. that takes up such a small amount of space, but it, I know. it's the thing that really it's sticks with you. It's smaller than the wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of Who, goofy little things they had to find. The, the shit that makes to it. To put this together. It's insane. I was a yearbook sponsor for three years when I was a teacher. Uh-huh. And, you know, you just sort of have to, at some point, you're like, well, I got to fill these pages. Well, that's what are we going to ship? How you get things like this? <clears throat> Backlash. Nicole Kidman, 35, was publicly criticized on May 21st in Australia for smoking cigarettes at a press conference at the Cannes Film Festival. Like, who cares? Girl, do you think that actors don't constantly smoke cigarettes? Especially in 2003. Girl, yeah. the, the name of the day was Be Skinny. <laughs> Absolutely. By hook or by crook. <laughs> <laughs> or by cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Yeah, they talk about things like, like Renee Zellweger got into like a fender bender on your birthday. Oh, um, oh great. But then that has, like, the same amount of space on this page as Rift. Hillary Duff, 15, cut ties with Disney on May 23rd. Wow, a loaded birthday for you, too. A loaded birthday. Um, After her demand for $5 million for a Lizzie McGuire movie sequel and $100,000 an episode for a new ABC series was refused. Well, she deserved $5 million for a sequel, first of all. But I also have to say that H. Duff has never had the opportunity to make that kind of money again. No, she hasn't. So I do think her management maybe flew a little close to the sun. Yeah, you're right. Um, This one, dark, but again, just to give you an idea of, like, the proportion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that they give things equally here. Again, dark. Don't get mad at me. Right. (laughs) Nobody get mad at me. I'm not promoting this. (laughs) 
Busted! <laughs> a former Party of Five star got Scott Barstow, 33, was charged on May 20th with second-degree child rape in Washington for allegedly oh having sex with a then 12-year-old in 1998. Was he the one that was in yeah, Wild, Wild America? America. Oh. Yeah, and Tuck Everlasting. Okay, so I knew he'd been canceled, for, but I didn't oh. realize for what. He, he Not should canceled, be he was arrested. Yeah. yeah. Long ellipses. MTV's Jackass's Steve-O was jailed in Sweden where he is awaiting possible drug charges after admitting to possessing ecstasy and marijuana. Same segment. Oh my god. (laughs) Busted! It also seems very like, uh, putting busted (laughs) is not quite the right tone to take. Not quite. For child sexual abuse. Not quite. (laughs) Uh, can't say I fully think they, um... Nailed that one. Nope, not a great and then idea. There was, what was one other just quick fact that I had on here? Oh, here we go. Oh, I really hit, oh also, okay. Get this. There was another Alexander the Great project at the time mm-hmm. that was to be directed by Oliver Stone, starring Colin Farrell and Angelina Jolie. Did it come out? $150 million movie wrapped in February for November. This is 2004. So no, I'm I, don't think, ahead. I don't think it did. Okay. Wow. Okay. This, this is also a very small section of just like rapid fire facts. Okay. Just people seen doing things. VIP scene. Winona Ryder buying children's clothes at an Old Navy in Beverly Hills. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it was probably before we busted her for... Yeah. Wait. Was she buying them? <laughs> was I, she? Before I, citizens arrested. <laughs> Cher getting $144 in takeout from the restaurant Pow in Miami Beach, Florida. Good okay. for her. Okay. Carmen Electra buying a silver and diamond heart necklace and pink leather belt at Project Angel Food Pe- Fundraiser. At Louis Vuitton in Beverly okay. Hills. And I'm sure it was glamorous. I'm sure. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, Mila Kunis, and Vince Young hanging out at Orlando Jones's party at Taj oh, in yeah, New York they City. They dated, didn't they? That's a weird one. Yeah. This is my favorite. Orlando fav- Jones. Yeah. This is my favorite factoid that they had to get They had to get it in there, yeah. Cameron Diaz eating b- banana chips at Paladar in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Cameron Diaz was in every. I guarantee you, she, what we'll is find Cameron her in every. Diaz week. doing this week? Yeah, eating banana chips. Yeah. Um, Kelly Osbourne bowling a strike and winning a trip to Vegas at the opening of Lucky Strike Lanes in LA. Well, good um, for her. Some quick happy birthdays are in order before I <laughs> go to our ad segment. Um, happy birthday this week to Wayne Brady, <laughs> Angelina Jolie, Gemini Legends. Yes, okay. Noah Wiley, Mark Wahlberg, Liam Neeson, Juliana Margulies, Johnny Depp, and Natalie Portman, who share a birthday. Incredible. Okay. Um, okay. Happy I birthday, do, gang. Like, we could not do this without our sponsors. <laughs> so if you'll just like, and it's, we would never promote anything that we haven't tried ourselves. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so this week's episode is brought to you by Diflucan. <laughs> Treat a yeast infection with just one pill instead of a messy cream. Neat. <laughs> Diflucan. One pill, one time. No mess. <laughs> Call your doctor to learn more about Diflucan. It is the number one doctor prescribed yeast infection treatment. Just one pill works as well as seven days of Monistat with no mess. Clinical cure rates were 70% and 77%, respectively. That doesn't seem like it's that high, actually. No, how hard can it be to treat a yeast infection? (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank our next sponsor. (laughs) Zenadrin. (laughs) New from Zenadrin. Clinically proven to decrease body fat, increase lean muscle, and make your taste buds swirl. Swirl. A diet bar that tastes as good as it works? Impossible? Not with the revolutionary new Zenadrin high-protein weight control bar. Is this like what calteine bars are based (laughs) on? Xenogen bars are the only category to contain clarinol, CLA conjugated linoleic acid, a naturally occurring compound that's clinically proven to significantly reduce body fat while improving lean muscle tone at the same time. It's probably just a worm. We, we really, at this time, we were getting so much of this. It was a fire hose. And, like, look at the graphic design on this Xenadrin oh, bar. It looks so... Something about the name Xenadrin, I thought it was, like, a pill. And then... No, it was it's, a, a, it's a bar. It's a bar, babe. Uh, it's available at GNC, Walmart, and Target, and other fine food, health, and drug stores nationwide. Wonderful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, finally, I want to thank our sponsor. <laughs> You'll excuse me. The Stratford Career Institute. (laughs) Get your career diploma and make more money. Succeed. Study at home in your spare time to earn the career diploma that will tell employers that you have completed a training program. (laughs) I've earned my career diploma. I can offer you my skills. Um, So the programs offered here are high school. Um, (laughs) Just some of them. Accounting, um, astrology, parapsychology, 
uh, astrology, astrology, parapsychology, <laughs> yeah, cosmetology and aesthetics, which they both in E. I find interesting. Interior decorating, okay. um, home inspector, computer programming, um, child psychology. Now, would you take your child <laughs> to somebody who went to? Stratford. Somewhere where the other degree is locksmithing <laughs> and PC repair. Uh, I have a double major. <laughs> PC repair and astrology. Oh my oh god. Oh man, this was... The page that's like right behind it is the Us Marketplace and it's like, it looks like um. I only, I had to choose one. Uh, their thumbnail ads for like, uh, psychics. Yeah, yes. Yeah, kind of psychics. Uh, do what the stars do. Um... Yeah, they really threw it all in here. There's there's so many, like, like gas station drug ads. Like oh, yeah. Fentermine. It's Fentermine. So, it's so funny, like, when you talk to somebody who is not from the United States, and they're like, you guys with the drug ads. And it's like, yeah, I guess Dude. it is kind of weird. <laughs> Dude, it's... <laughs> they were like, ask your doctor. It's depraved. But you have to pay a lot of money to see <laughs> yeah. about this drug, but you'll have to take a lot of money when to you're, take. When you're going through the drive through doctor experience that is being ill in the United States, <laughs> make sure you, you have a moment. <laughs> make sure you ask this for drug 55 burgers, 55 fries. <laughs> 55 burgers, 55 fries. <laughs> um, okay, it's time for they said what? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> they said what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in order here for my favorites. Okay. Um, I think this is uncalled for. Britney Spears is a human. I'm human. The media causes me to look like I hate her, and I don't. On someone wearing at her Boston concert wearing a Spear Britney t-shirt. Avril Lavigne. Oh, my God. It's also, like, not a very good... Spear Britney. Spear Britney. That was so the attitude of young monkey people, Christina though. Crapulero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had to, it was like, I'm not like the other girls. I don't like pop princesses. No, not, I'm not me. I would never. <laughs> I, like, flash forward to me now, the real me is a southern girl with her Levi's on and an open damn heart. <laughs> Period. I was, I was rocking out to Michelle Branch in the shower before I love this. that song. Yeah. Never bought a t-shirt on. That was Jessica Simpson, yes. but, which you previously but I mentioned. I was listening to, I wanted... To be like you. Oh, the way that, From that the album, album, the Spirit Room, that album had me in a damn choke hole. You really, I, that was when hold. you had an acoustic guitar. Oh yeah, briefly, very mm-hmm. briefly, and then it became mine. Yeah, yeah, sure. I saw this little girl. She had on a T-shirt that said "Porn Star," and she was five years old. I wanted to cover her. Reese Witherspoon. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all kinds of inappropriate. All on kinds. her conservative Southern values, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. I want to say that I think that it probably is a human value. I was going to say <laughs> that we don't want to see five-year-old girls. The fact that that would be considered prudish at this time is ugh. shocking. Shocking. Um, here's here's my favorite quote, and I hope you didn't see who it's from. I didn't. I don't even have a stylist. I do my own things. I've been blinging a long time, baby. I've get, I'm ghetto. I've got to keep it real. Oh no, Randy Jackson. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to keep it real. You know what? Randy Jackson is somebody who I find delightful. I'm gonna bring him up as much as he I was can. Very, very much in the conversation at this time. Very yeah. much. Oh, absolutely. He stayed in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to briefly talk about. Because I think there's a really sad misconception that stars are nothing like us. Yeah, you're um, right. And, and, <laughs> and that's, nothing could be further, further from the truth. <laughs> I am here to change that. And I actually, sorry, sadly. Oh, also, I forgot about this factor fiction where uh, they got things like grievously wrong. Um, <laughs> is Nicole Quidman, Kidman quitting acting? Yes. <laughs> and I'll say it confidently. Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, stars just like us. We have Sharon Stone. She's carting bags in Montreal, just like I was just doing. Of course, yeah. Um, Salma Hayek is eating popcorn at a theater looking hotter than I (laughs) ever will, ever in my life. This is her not trying, and it's better than I looked on my wedding day. We have Liv Tyler (laughs) testing makeup in a duty-free shop at the Sydney airport. Straight up. Yeah. One of the prettiest people. I would do that, too, You though, would do that. For and sure. we have supermodel Cindy Crawford gets caught literally in the act of filling her Jaguar with gas in Brentwood. I was just filling That's my Jaguar with gas. just like us. Oh, and there was <laughs> another good one where they were, like, talking about... Um, <laughs> 
Alec Baldwin's makeover in oh, my makeover. No. They were like, he looked good recently, and now he looks like shit. <laughs> so you got to make out. Which I was like, that's kind of like me. Um, okay. Yeah, we're, we already covered They Said What. They Said What? Um, we had to talk briefly about fashion, and then we had to discuss my absolute favorite features on this one. Okay. Um, so, we do have Con this week. Okay, the film festival. Um, yes, the film festival. What gems came out in 2003? Um, <clears throat> you know, shockingly, some of these have circled back around to looking really good. Okay. So we do have Penelope Cruz in uh, this Christian Dior black gown. That okay, I think looks good. I think that's actually somewhat timeless. It does, but also Penelope Cruz just... Hot. She's, she's, she we'll, still looks like that. We'll it's crazy. We'll be including the, the more visual yeah. important things on our social yeah, on Instagram and what have you. Elizabeth Hurley. Um, Not my dress. No, but that pink is, is the, the moment, moment right now. Yeah. Juliette but, Lewis looking younger than I've ever seen her. She looks so young. I'm so not pretty. just crazy about that dress. Nor am I this Nicole Kidman Pucci dress, which they said was the number one fashion winner. You Monica know. Bellucci, hot, hot, hot. Always has That's been. a hot woman. Always has She's been. in here as best at con, and then she does, in fact, make it into Fashion Police the same week. Well, I, I've seen the Fashion Police picture, and she deserved it. Yeah. She earned it. <laughs> she really, she looks she like earned shit that spot. in that photo. Chloe Sevigny, um, Serena Williams, air. looking beautiful, disgusting outfit. Not her fault. Um, but boy. Roberto Cavalli. Abs, though. Abs. But the thing about the... It's so cute. It's like the top looks like um, Ed Hardy. It was like proto-Ed Hardy. It does, yeah. Chloe Sevigny, she looks great here. She looks great now. Yeah. Um, this was a very, 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 very maximalist moment in yeah. fashion. It was insane. Um, um, which, it, like, I think makes it so confusing to determine, like, like okay, what is good and what is bad, you know? Right, right. Um... <laughs> And it's like there's no internal um, consistency. No, which as a young person made it just so deeply confusing. So for fashion police, um, again, like Tommy Lee was dressed like everyone was dressed. So it's like, right. why are we getting on to him? Right. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a disgusting outfit, but like every boy I knew had those shorts. Exactly. You know? Monica Bellucci's outfit at the Matrix Reloaded premiere at Con. Girl, what Girl, the this hell? This is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. It is like a plum purple dress with... Um, mid mid bicep length yeah. gloves and it's like stitched up which looks like Coraline. Do you know who I, I feel that this is reminiscent or I guess a precursor to Grimes's look when she was on that red yeah. carpet with yeah. um, Elon Musk and she looked awful. Do you want a dark night? <laughs> but see this outfit on Cynthia Nixon I, I Why would y'all get on to her? That's how everyone was dressed. I find this so inoffensive. It's just like a little green coat and a jean mm-hmm. and like a little shoe. She looks cute. Also like this I don't think this Kylie Minogue outfit is particularly offensive either. I don't either. And y'all like, leave her alone. Y'all leave Marley Shelton alone. We're barely talking about her. She Marley Shelton I feel that I always felt that she was more in the conversation than her work earned her. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Okay, so let's talk about what I felt should have been on the cover, or alternatively called Pulitzer Alert. Okay. Um, <laughs> Eminem got sued by his childhood bully, who he name-checked by first and last name in a song about the Ooh, said bullying. Shit. Uh, <laughs> did he prevail, or did the bully? No, no, he did not. The bully did not prevail. <clears throat> he sued him for, like, a million dollars, which it's like, come on, man, like, aim higher. <laughs> but basically, like, this dude was, like... Just not a bright guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He like, used to beat the shit out of Eminem. Yeah. Because he was small. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, <laughs> let me just read a little bit. Uh, these are from his lyrics from the uh, out. The song is called Brain Damage oh, no. from 1990s, the Slim Shady LP, which is really unfortunate because I do think the bully had brain damage. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this, this all took place at Dort Middle School. Dort? Dort. Okay. D-O-R-T. Michigan, um, man. Yeah. Way before my baby daughter, Haley, I was harassed daily by this fat kid named D'Angelo Bailey. Oh, my God. <laughs> An eighth grader who acted obnoxious because his father boxes. So every day he'd shove me in the lockers. One day he came in the bathroom while I was pissing and had me beat in the position to beat me into submission. Oh, my God. He banged my head against the urinal till he broke my nose. This is actually true. Soaked my clothes in blood. Uh, I don't actually want to get into this. Um, anyway, yeah, the man was a garbage man in Detroit. Uh-huh. And he... 
sued Eminem because he used his first and last name. Well, he was doxxed, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, which yeah. it's like, man, he's a garbage man. Right. <laughs> like, you're you Eminem. Could... I get that what happened sucked, but maybe you go after the independent school district. Right. I feel that you, wore, em- you sort of won. Eminem's mom sued them. God. As, you know. Good. Um, okay, we do have the Natalie Maines, Toby Keith drama, which Lord actually, I, in my memory, uh-huh. It started when they said we're ashamed of the president. That's what I thought, too. Is it not? No. She actually threw the first stone. What'd she Um, say? It's when he came out with Courtesy of the Red, White, and uh, Blue. Which is such a terrible song. She said, I hate it. It's ignorant. She's right. (laughs) No, she's right. She's right. And I also, I watched the video for I Want to Talk About Me recently. Yeah. That has fillers and bad fillers. Oh, yeah. But however, when that song was used with the, the dog people on tiktok you know the the barbie dogs that uh-huh, were like that i want to talk about <laughs> me want to talk about ah, yeah no it's that a killed fun song me. <laughs> but like it also is very pastor humory yeah very uh, that when you start yeah very like, that yuck um they went back and forth with this the futk shirts the fudc shirts because they were women and it was the early 2000s it escalated to the point of death threats right um mm. this this is very oh and they had to have a quote in here from Andrew Firestone, who was like, we're Team Toby. <laughs> Andrew Firestone, a name I kept seeing in these magazines. And I was like, mm-hmm. who? A Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I could actually, there is a whole article in here about Andrew Firestone that I could bring up, but I just. But I'm not going to, because he's not interested. There's so, <laughs> it's such a, God, there's so much to cover. Briefly on Faces and Places, we should discuss that there is an article here about Brittany taking her bra off somewhere. Good for um, her. Angelina wearing a fake bump um, for for a part. Okay. Um, a photo of... Oh, no. Mia Vardalos. <laughs> of Jim Carrey just sort of looking like Peter Fonda. That's the article. Oh, great. Yeah, but this is the best one. Nia Vardalos' new role. CBS canceled her TV sitcom, <sighs> but Nia Vardalos' big fat Greek life ain't over yet. She's the producer, writer, and star of the 2004 comedy flick Connie and Carla Do L.A., David Duchovny plays her love interest. David Duchovny looks like he wants to slip out of his skin. This this um, color of sweater is uh, what gets cerulean. It gets talked about in Double You're Wars right. product. This is history. It is history. This is fashion history. But also, Nia Vardalos has a Big Fat Greek Wedding um, film coming out this summer. I'm going to watch that. I absolutely will, for I'm sure. I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, okay. I did have a plan to discuss the the media recommendations which is basically that you should see the italian job and you should see nemo but i don't want to end on that yeah what i want to end on is the best article in this (laughs) oh my god entire god you know what i say that but i'm really still so tickled by rose mcgowan in the elevator (laughs) (laughs) that is and from what i i googled rose mcgowan elevator this seems to be the the, only place that they mentioned it i did the same have when you Google incident. her now, it's like Harvey Weinstein, and I'm like, I, that's so sad. I want to hear about this elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I hope if this podcast has no other contribution, it's resurfacing that story. Y'all, it's the funniest Somebody image. get her on the horn. She was there to visit a friend at the hospital, and she got on a 90-minute... <laughs> Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror ride, <laughs> in which she ultimately gave up her spirit and put on lipstick. <laughs> that is the funniest shit I've ever heard it in my so life. It is so funny. Okay. This is the best article, though. (laughs) In the faces and places general category. This minute, you want to know about who could play the Petersons in a movie? It has the makings of a made-for-TV movie. Pregnant Lacey Peterson is found dead. Scott, her cheating husband, is charged. Now Us asked casting agents to choose stars for this stranger-than-fiction dilemma. Like, this is so deranged. It is. uh, You guys, what the hell? Her body was still warm. (laughs) Uh, I kind of want to go in order of most, least to most insane. Okay, yeah. So, uh, let's start with this. The district attorney, James Brazelton, they selected Robert Duvall then, 72. Okay, I can see it. Sure. (laughs) Defense attorney Mark Garagos, they thought John Malkovich. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. The accused, Jerry O'Connell. You know what? Yeah, that's the kind of thing he'd be in. Yeah, he's definitely made for TV movie material. The key witness attorney, um, Gloria Allred, should be played here by Mary Steenburgen. Okay, y'all. Now put a some respect of, on her a name. A bit of a stretch, yeah. I would say. <laughs> um, Ted Danson's wife? I think not. I think not. The victim, Katie Holmes. You guys. The best one. I guess her star was still kind of on the rise Who this time. do you think they should have playing Amber, is it Fry or Frey? The other oh, woman. Oh, oh. Um, 
She was blonde, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's about the same uh, criteria they applied to this choice. Uh, I don't know. Judy Greer. Girl, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, get, y'all need to they be so Gwyneth serious. They said Gwyneth Paltrow should be third billed in a movie about the Scott Peterson murder. Who did they cast? Did they cast Dean Cain as Scott Peterson? No, it was Jerry O'Connell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, Dean Cain actually, Dean Cain actually looks like him. He looks exactly like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's very foolish, and that's exactly... <laughs> Dean Cain's the right caliber of actor for this. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Maybe the story was so hot at the moment that Dean Cain didn't seem... Um, enough yeah. up to the moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Jerry O'Connell definitely did. Yeah. So oh anyway, my God. that concludes, I think, our first... Yeah, first week of June. And to breeze through it a little bit, you have to understand that it's 10 p.m. here at Central Standard Time. Yeah, certainly. Um, that was a delightful little trip, and next week we will look at the uh, week of June 16th, 2003. Mm-hmm. In which you will be leading the way? Yeah, absolutely. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well. Let um, them lead the way. But until then... You guys have a good summer, mm-hmm. I guess, or whatever. Bye. Bye. Be off.